Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson. Copyright 2021. Welcome back, friends. I'm Mark Stinson, and you've come to our podcast, Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And boy, when we say your world, we've had a chance to travel all over the world virtually uh, to talk to creative experts and practitioners in all areas of the arts to find out what inspires them, to find out how they organize their ideas, and most of all, how they get the confidence and connections to launch their work out into the world. And just this week, our travels have taken us to Paris, Hamburg, Germany, Urez, Mexico, and now we're in the live music capital of the world, Austin, Texas. And my guest today is Moody Banks. Welcome, Moody. Hello. I'm so thankful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, um, absolutely. it's a bright, sunny day here in Austin. <laughs> well, I hope the sun is shining everywhere our listeners are. And if it's not, we bring our own sunshine, right? Absolutely. Always. Yes. Well, Moody is a up and coming R&B singer, songwriter, and her music has been described as you know, smoky alto sounds over infectious pop hooks. And I got to say, I read that before I listened to the music and I said, that gets me excited. Then I heard the music and I go, I could not describe it better. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for that. You know, I try really hard in crafting my sound to make it unique and special to me and my voice. So I think that was a great explanation as well. <laughs> and I got to say, Moody, you know, the kind of cliche music interview always says, mm -hmm. well, when you're writing the songs, is it the lyric or is it the tune? But I had a sense just by watching some of the videos that you might be also seeing and visualizing the song as well. I'd love to hear that perspective yes. from you. Absolutely. I have a funny thing, actually, when I start creating and start writing songs, because when I hear a beat, I often think, okay, I tell my team, like my producer, my engineer, I'm like, okay, what color does this beat make us feel? And I know that sounds so weird, but it's a sense of how can a song bring about the feeling of a color or an energy or something? Some songs I'm like, okay, this song feels orange or this song feels purple. I often tend to the purple. We like to call them purple people for some reason. Mm -hmm. We're always like purple. <laughs> but yeah, I think music is so much more than just, you know, um, like a sense for your ears. It's a vibration. You can feel it throughout your whole body. So for me, when creating music, it's very important for me to understand that and try to utilize that because if a song can bring you to a specific moment or memory or feeling, more likely people are going to resonate with that song. Mm -hmm. So that's something I really, really try to capture when I'm writing, singing and recording. And some of the songs, I mean, there is a commonality, I guess, but do, do you have a main feeling that you're often trying to convey or are you feeling the whole spectrum sometimes of emotions? It's actually really funny because I don't ever really start a song with a specific emotional intention. It kind of just happens naturally. I always start with the melody. As soon as I hear a beat, I know for a fact if I like it or if I dislike it. And then once I kind of start getting a melody down, the words and the colors just come. So then it's really easy to connect those dots. 
that makes sense. I know it's really hard to explain. (laughs) Well, and here we are in a podcast. So people are almost visualizing (laughs) already. But, uh, you know, I've also in watching the videos, you know, you talked about the color. I'm glad you mentioned that because it was very powerful, the communication of this color. And I thought even the production value had a lava lamp kind of fluidity to it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So it sounds like that's part of it. Definitely. I like to just capture experiences, if that makes sense, or try my best possible way to do that. So the colors are always, I'm really big on colors and especially when shooting videos and recording in the studio, I need specific colors to help inspire me. (laughs) Yes. And your latest song is called Roller Coaster. Boy, and here we are talking about flow. The song has that kind of roller coaster sense. Definitely. Roller Coaster is like I was telling you, one of my favorite songs that I've recorded it's a mixture of an old sound like an old classic sound with a new modern sound but it kind of creates this weird utopia of mixing old with the new and that's something that for me personally i really 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 enjoy and like to aspire to continue to do in my music to that old school sound but that's not as popular these days so having a mix of both really is just the best of both worlds and what were some of those influences those creative influences for you especially this song as you were talking about it i am obsessed with erica badu i'm obsessed with jeff scott there's so many people it's it's really hard to just nail down one but those are kind of my main influences and i love how Everything that they talked about was almost in a code. Like if you can understand it, you can hear it. But if you can't, it's just a normal song. So I really, really enjoy the mystique of their writing and just the real instruments. I think something that's something that's really lacking in today's music is real instruments because everything is created on a MIDI or on a computer, just like mm-hmm. tones that are imputed in the computer but when you incorporate those real instruments that's where you get those vibrations which changes the way that you feel the music well maybe this is a good time then to ask about collaborators and supporters and producers how how are they helping you bring that sound out man my producers and my engineer shout out to no offense shout out shout out to disco nixon They're amazing because although I may sound crazy sometimes, they never doubt me. 
they're always willing to foresee the process that I'm going through. Well, that's helpful if, in a producer not to yes. think you're crazy. <laughs> yes. Even if it doesn't go anywhere, they will always allow me to go down that rabbit hole and that route. And if I end up not liking it, I'll just be like, well, I, I don't like it. And I think that's one of the main things is not being so attached to your art to where it starts interrupting the flow of it, but also not to take it too seriously and just to work from or an organic space. Mm-hmm. And what, is it, you, what yeah. is it about Noah's style that you like? I mean, obviously his working I style, love, you said he was, yes. he was good, but, but what about the craftsmanship? Yes, I love how tactical he is and how much we kind of see music similarly. He's also very big on organic sounds and those old sounding tones and just having those vibrations. So I think together we make a really good mix and because we hear different things. So sometimes I will hear something and I'll be like, well, what is that? But then when he finally puts the picture together, I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So I think we work off of each other really well because we do have different styles, but when they mix, it creates something super original and organic and natural. And I love it. Mm-hmm. And what about the other musicians in the band you were saying about, you know, it's yes. not, com- it's not computer generated, you know, this is mm-hmm. like actual, yeah. <laughs> these are real yes. people. Oh my gosh. I love my band so much. The Fallen Dollars. Um, they're, they're just the sweetest people. And I think there's something that an unwritten law, you know, when you guys are all doing something together that you all love, it just comes out better because that's the sole purpose of it is because we all enjoy doing it. And I think that's something that you really can't buy these days. You know, my piano player, Joshua Ross, he's so amazing. He's He's done huge tours before. He's toured with Neo. He's toured with Hillsong United. So just having him on my team is just a huge thing in itself. And he's also really helped my process and just understanding music because I was never, um, I never studied music. I don't have a music background. Everything that I've learned is just off of ear and the people around me. So I definitely take that as a huge blessing because I know um, not everybody is is lucky as me to have that. Mm -hmm. But I think being in Austin helped because like you said, it is the live music capital. So I was just really thankful to be here. (laughs) Yeah, certainly. I want to talk about that in a moment, uh, what the live music scene looks like. But, But staying with the band for a second, I think some people have this image of, you know, a strong lead singer. Um, with a strong voice like yourself. It's like, well, I'm going to create the music and then I'm going to get a band. And all I really want them to do is execute my vision. But it Mm -hmm. sounds like you have a more open and collaborative way of approaching it that says they're helping you as much as, you know, you're not just telling them and ordering them, make a sound like this. I want to make my record. You know, let's make our record. It sounds like anyway. Absolutely. I love giving them creative 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 freedom because you know two minds are better than one mind and like I said like being in yourself in your own body you're limited to the things that you can hear so having other people having their ear and, and seeing what they hear most times it makes the songs better 
So I, I just love creating freely and openly without attachments, because when you have attachments, that's when you, you know, you lose sight of like what you're actually creating. And I enjoy having other people's perspective because they definitely make it way better. And (laughs) I love, you know, I love giving that freedom and letting them know, like they are appreciated and their voice matters. And when we perform or when we play, I, I let them go. They sing too, you know? So it really just makes us stronger as a whole. Um, they do backup singing for me all the time. And I know they also love doing that. So it's fun when we're all together and we can all, you know, equally express our talents without having to just, you know, tone it down or whatever. I would never, ever be that type of person. Like, mm-hmm. it's just who I am. <laughs> uh, so good. Well, my guest is Moody Banks, R&B singer out of Austin. And Moody, you were also uh, featured recently on Medium and Authority Magazine under the title Rising Music Star Moody Banks on the five things you need to shine in the music industry. It was a great interview with Edward Sylvan, the Sycamore Entertainment Group. So highlight one or two of those five things that we need to know. The five things that you need to know, I think the number one most important thing was to always, 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 always be able to take care of yourself. This music industry is so flaky. I've had so many people come in and out of my life, promising me things that never happened and, you know, etc. I think you need to have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, and be able to do as many things as you can by yourself. Like I can, you know, track my own demos. I can work logic. I know how to do all of those things because if not, then I'm just going to be, you know, staring at a wall or having to pay someone else to do it. I think the more self-sufficient you can be, the more successful you will be in the long run. And I think that also brings more people to you because people want to work with people who want to learn and who want to be better. And I think when you have that energy, you attract those like-minded individuals. And um, I think the second most important thing would definitely just go with the flow, because you cannot limit yourself to a singular expression or idea. Sometimes blessings come out in the left field, and you just have to accept them and move with them, even though it's not the direction you thought it was going to be. I always find it's the person that you least expected to do something for you is often the time the person that does something for you. So that is my personal advice. And those two things have helped me tremendously on this journey. Good experience. Good insight. Yes. Well, let's get back to the music a second. You also have a great new video out. Tell us about that video. Man, this video is so awesome. If you guys have not checked it out, you should definitely go check it out. It's on YouTube. It is a video of me and my band, Moody Banks and the Fallen Dollars, recording two um, live songs, Loving You and Heart in the Fire. Those songs were recorded live at that moment. They were not overdubbed. What you see is what you get. And it's very moody. It's very vibey, very purple.
reminded me how much I'm missing live music right now. Yes, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I and, can't uh, wait. How, how are you even surviving sitting in Austin um, without going yeah. out live every night? Recording those videos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, man. I think that, you know, I think we're definitely going to see a rise in live music, especially here. They've created a lot of outdoor venues. So I'm really excited to get back to doing that. And I'm, I'm so excited just to be around people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy, but I just miss people and just being in an open place. Exactly. Definitely look forward to seeing us when things start to open up again. Absolutely. And we can't wait to get back to a South by. Here in Boise, we have a festival, Tree Fort, and it's all sorts of indie musicians and genres of all type. And they've rescheduled from last you know, spring <laughs> to last fall to this spring, and now we're going to have it in September. So uh, yeah. we'll have to have you up to, to Boise sometime and be For a part sure, of Tree Fort. I would love that. So what, what do you think the state of live music coming back is going to be with all this pent up interest now? think it's actually going to be really amazing especially because of the six feet distancing for me I like sitting down and watching music you know I like having my personal space I don't really like standing with a bunch of people um (laughs) shoulder to shoulder in the mosh pit (laughs) yeah definitely like I want to sit down I want to enjoy myself I want to actually watch so I think it's actually going to be really cool because it's going to be a new experience that no one has really ever experienced before and I think that's something to look forward to because it brings sort of this you know kind of like sophisticatedness back to music and I think that's something that is missing right now you've definitely been on a great trajectory and rising but I'm sure there have been potholes and obstacles would you share with us some of the blocks that you might have felt or challenges or you know somebody said you can't do it you had to figure it out yes definitely when I first started when I tell you nobody believed in me like I really mean it probably except for Noah (laughs) but um I think it's just perseverance and staying consistent is key because people are always going to tell you that you can't do something until you actually do it but the hardest part is doing it so people are always going to doubt you people are always going to try to stop you there's always going to be people in your way but at the end of the day it's your journey and you have to take control of your life and what you want to be in this life so if it's a hard task you have to just be willing to do that and I think that's what separates a lot of people in this life is um you know there's doers and there's watchers you just can't be afraid you just have to do it And Moody, I'm sure that there's people listening to this podcast now. They may be singer-songwriters, but they may be in other creative fields too that Mm -hmm. might feel nobody is backing them right now. And they say just what you did. Nobody is behind me. Mm -hmm. What did did you do? What would you say to them? It's like, you got to look left. You got to look right. Is anybody there? Yeah. You just have to use that as something to push you. You can't let it get you down because somebody eventually is going to see you and you and the more you put stuff out and the more 
you, you know, promote yourself and you just keep putting yourself out there. If the product is good enough, people are going to see it. It may not be your friends. It may not be your family. It may be a random stranger, but that random stranger is your first fan. And that's all that matters. You know, I think a lot of times too many people get consumed in the people around them and what they are doing. But you have to also realize that they have a life too. And their life is not just solely made to support you. So you have to build that fan base yourself. And it's okay if it's not, you know, who you expected it to be, but it will definitely be somebody because there's people out there for everybody. Mm. And I, I truly believe that. Very encouraging and very inspirational. I know to a lot of people who, like I said, may feel like they're stuck right now. But uh, mm -hmm. that kind of encouragement, that's a very helpful. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. Well, Moody Banks has been my guest. Moody, where can we uh, connect with you and follow you and see some more of your work? You can follow me on every streaming platform, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, at Moody Banks. You can follow me on Instagram, M00DYBANKS. There is a link in my bio to all things Moody related, moodybanks.com my YouTube channel. So whichever is the easiest one for you guys, you can follow me. You can find me there. Yeah. The link tree on your bio yes. on Instagram is complete, full, and easy to follow. So yes, you, sir. You set it up nicely. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there you it's go. Really hard on that. That's right. Well, as we look ahead, Moody, what, what's next for you? Uh, do you have any preview of coming attractions you'd like to share with us? Get us excited um, about the future? Yes. I actually am working on a new tape um, that I will be releasing with a music visual that correlates to the songs. Um, it's actually funny. I was like, whoa, when you asked me about, you know, feeling emotions and stuff, because this tape is actually called Feeling Colors, and it's based on that whole experience. So look out for that coming soon, Feeling Colors. Fantastic. Well, we'll put all these links in our show notes and we'll make sure people know where to find you. We do look forward to that feeling colors. I mean, it pretty much encapsulates what we've been talking about this whole interview, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. It was so funny when you said that, because I know you knew nothing about that. So, you know, just little signs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know more than you think I know sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> Don't we all? Maybe yes, that's it. Maybe that's yes, a finding snaps. too. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> well, Moody, can't thank you enough. My guest has been Moody Banks, up and coming R&B singer, songwriter, producer of some great uh, visuals, uh, recordings, and also videos. And you just have to check them out. Her songwriting style is fantastic. And as we've been talking about, the production style is fantastic too. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Moody, thanks for being on the program. Man, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time talking to you and looking forward to maybe another time. That's right. Well, thank and I know you. listeners of this podcast love all sorts of music and all sorts of arts and yes. genre. And so uh, it's always good to mix it up. So listeners, yes, come back again it. next time for our podcast unlocking your world of creativity, where we'll have more keys for you to unlock that world. And when we say get inspiration, we say organizing ideas. But most of all, as we've been talking with Moody, getting the confidence, making the connections, getting the collaborators to help launch our work out into the world. I'm Mark Stenson. Join me again for our next episode of Unlocking Your World of Creativity. 
Unlocking Your World of Creativity with Mark Stinson Copyright 2021 We've created a special offer just for listeners of the podcast. You can get our book A World of Creativity. Paperback is at a special price of 5.98 and the Kindle version is only 99 cents. Go to my website mark-stinson.com. The book is featured on the homepage. You can click it and go to Amazon mark-stinson.com and enjoy the book. 